And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And a man became a living being. You'll find that in God's word. In the Latin, there's a phrase, Amajo Dei, which means made in the image of God. My friends, welcome to season eight of Joining Souls Community, hanging with Mr. Rogers. The premise of this podcast is to highlight the work, gifts, and contributions to our communities all around the world. This is a passion project in life that I see as a personal responsibility to make aware of those around the world about all the positive and life-changing work happening everywhere. We just have to find it and share it and talk about it via a platform that will get the most positive exposure. Join me in the lovely adventurous journey that is Enjoying Souls. Talk to you. Hey, hey, my friends, welcome back to Joining Souls Community Season 8, and this would be episode number 3, okay? Today, I'm coming at you guys just talking a little bit about hip-hop, okay? Specifically, I'd like to just to, to talk a little bit about the hip-hop culture or scene here in the state of Utah, all right? Now, some of you might be wondering, okay, Kev, what, what are you even talking about? <laughs> is there is there any culture even there in Utah? Well, here, I'll give you an example. Here's the breakdown right now. These are fresh 2021 statistics, okay, population-wise. 86.43% are white, okay? 2.32% are Asian. 1.19% are black. 1.09% are Native American. Less than 1% at a, a 0.89% are Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. And also we have, they have quote-unquote other race. You would have to assume that's of mixed race. Is 5.04%, and then two or more races are at a 3.04%. Okay, so you, you might be wondering, Kev, why are you, why are we even talking about that? And you're talking about hip hop. Okay, now this is with the disclaimer, so you guys know. Try not to get too twisted up. Some of you are out there that may be may get a little bothered by what I'm about to say. Now. If you, if you didn't remember the numbers, 1.1% of our population here in the state of Utah are black Americans. Okay. Now, obviously, black people are not the only people who listen to hip-hop. However, the hip-hop culture is where it originated, was in the black community. Okay. So it would make sense if there was a higher rate, as you would think, of black Americans in a given area that the hip-hop culture would be a little more prevalent, right? I mean, does that, I think that makes common sense. Okay. Now, nonetheless, even in spite of that one point whopping 1.19% being black Americans here in Utah, there still is, as I'm finding out more and more, there is a hip-hop culture attempting to grow. I say attempting to grow here. There, apparently, there is one. And which I'll, I'll get into that here in a moment. There's a few 
uh, organizations here in Utah that that promote hip hop and speak to hip hop, the whole culture itself. Okay. Now notice, stay with me on this. Before we get into those those sites, and this this would be eye opening, I think for all of us, but especially those of us here in Utah that were unaware, which I was unaware of these organizations I'm about to tell you about. Now, before we get to that, let's delineate and let's draw a line, my friends here, between hip hop and rap. Okay. And you might be like, yo, Kev, there's no difference between hip hop and rap. You just have somebody throwing out a few rhymes behind some beats and then boom, you know, then that's a a hit song, hopefully. No, but I tell you this, growing up listening to hip hop and seeing it as a culture, played out in front of my very eyes where I grew up in uh, in Philadelphia. Okay, mind you, in the Philadelphia area, I was able to see, see that hip-hop culture all around, all right? Now, how did, you may be wondering, how did we get to where it's thrown out in the term of rap? Personally, my opinion, I believe rap was, was just a, a, a phrasing of, of hip of the hip hop culture that I think I, I believe that became more socially acceptable or socially acceptable um, or as they say now politically correct phrasing of, of the hip hop culture that being rap it was a more more palatable to to those that were not necessarily hip hop culture about hip hop to say rap music was just I guess to simplify it okay now. Friends, again, if you if you go through the historic history of rap music, the historical roots of rap music. Now, and I'm talking about back. I mean, you could Google this and look at some of the beginnings, and, and I'll give you a, just a kind of walk through some of the beginnings that, for me, from my memory as a child, uh, growing up in in the um, you know the late late '70s, early '80s. Okay, so we had guys like. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Okay, we had groups like uh, called the Fat Boys. You guys may be pop- you may be uh, familiar with the popularized group Run DMC, and that's when I, I want to say, at least from my guesstimation, when you started to see more of, of a of a break from the quote unquote hip hop culture more to rap. Okay, and for for those historical music history buffs if you go back and look some of us can remember that on television that you had mtv where they actually played videos when it first came out and then they had different shows they had like rap city and rap city um you know came on beat or no excuse me on mtv and then um BET, black entertainment channel had 106 in park okay that was another um show that focused a lot on specifically on on black music on soul music on r&b on hip-hop etc okay now understand where i'm coming from with this i enjoyed run dmc i love run dmc okay and i go to run dmc just because here's why understand me at that time hip-hop and or rap was not was not necessarily pop chart material okay until run dmc came along run dmc really innovated and 
and collaborated. If you'll again go back through your music history, they collaborated with with uh, the likes of such as Aerosmith. Okay, and I think I think happen to think of Aerosmith just because that was huge at the time. Walk this way, you might remember that. All right, so you had that collaboration, and again, like I said, I love <laughs> I love me some Run DMC. My younger brother would tell you, him and I used to walk around. We would mimic Run DMC, their stage shows and all that. But that's for, for me, as observing and living through that era, that's when you started to really to see the break from hip-hop to rap. When hip-hop began to hit the pop charts, then it became more rap music, okay? And then so on and so forth. And you, you press on through music history. And then you started to see, uh, you started to see some separations from, from the fun hip hop or the, the the fun rap to, to to gangster rap is what they uh, like to call that, and that's where that was more the hardcore stuff that was coming out. Guys like Too Short, Ice T was one of the originators with with the with the gangster rap. You had I spoke of earlier, N.W.A. niggas with attitudes. Uh, you had Ice Cube, and uh, you know I could go on and on. There's so many, okay. But that this is just your walk through history. The early '90s, you really started to see uh, hip hop. And notice, I keep going back to hip hop because I refer to the more of the original, the the original type of hip hop that stayed with its origins and and such, and came across that way and, and presented itself as a culture. And I still consider. For example, even though Dr. Dre and Snoop and all those guys were lopped in that gangster rap pile, I think those guys embodied, you know, from the West Coast slant, they embodied the hip hop culture because it was a culture. All right. You guys remember, drop back in history again, music history and nothing but a G thing. If you remember that, go back and watch that video. Bring it, Google it, YouTube it, bring it up. And you watch, you watch the video it was just all about a culture, okay? A culture that was being cultivated. And that, my friends, was part of the hip-hop culture. So that's where I get the the idea and the opinion that, that there is a vast difference between hip-hop and rap, okay? So stay with me. Hip-hop. You might say, Kev, well, what about some of the great lyricists, such as Tupac, such as notorious big okay those are just i think two of the probably two of the biggest names out of most people's mouth that i've seen that i've spoken to and talked to when they talk about all-time uh, all-time lyricist okay and now these guys to me both of these guys both tupac and biggie which i both listen to which are both in my playlists they both embody the very <clears throat> the very essence of hip-hop just because they they hung on to the culture now look at you had tupac he had he really morphed the hip-hop culture into the thug life okay all right and then you had you had notorious big of course once he linked up with puffy combs or diddy p diddy whatever you want to call him diddy uh sean puffy combs i still call him puff because that's that's what i know him as all right so so you had you had Sean Puffy Combs, Puff, he he brought a different more of the R and B into if you go back and look at Biggie's early work, 
when his first album came out, Ready to Die, I mean, that was, some of, some of you uh, hip-hop listeners or, and or rap listeners may know more some of, of Biggie's later work, okay? And that being with uh, once Puff really got and dug down in more of the commercialized lyrics and not lyrics itself, excuse me, as far as the beats themselves, the pop beats, okay? The more popular beats that were out there. All right, and and so that, I believe that even in that, in some ways, that, that kind of slid a little bit away from the hip-hop culture itself as it was, some of the music was appealing to the charts, I think. And um, friends, so that that that's my, my little blurb, and I'll, I'll go in and back out more than likely as we're talking about this whole, the hip-hop culture, okay, and what it means, what it is. But today, like I said, I wanted to specifically look at the hip-hop culture here in Utah, okay? So let's go back to, I found I found a website by an individual that goes by the name of DJ Booth, okay? And there's an organization, apparently, that started, it said it was originally started or at least this website was originally started April 27th of 2015. Okay, so now we're in 2021. So, you know, we're, we're, we're six years removed from this original start date of this website. Okay, now DJ Booth, it, it, the title is called the United States of Underground Hip Hop, colon, Utah. Okay, so as I'm perusing and looking through this, guys, they have, I see they have different... Um, they post different interviews with some of the local, local artists. I see this, this one individual ecstasy, uh, some, some dude named young nudie. Interesting. Um, then they had an interview on uh, a different artist that spoke about pride. Um, of course this, this month is pride month and some of the artists that, that identify with the LGBTQ community. Uh, or in this particular interview are talking about what pride means to them. And then this, I see some, some guy named Big Scar, okay? And this guy, he's not necessarily from Utah, but he is, it says here, he's a Memphis native. Big Scar battles pain on a daily, but his music embraces hardship. He breaks it down for this guy named Audio Mac, or individual Audio Mac who does this, um, these interviews. Then a guy named DJ Toons is pushing, says, pushing Afro beats into the stratosphere. Okay. So DJ Toons, WizKids, he's DJ, DJ since 2015, for instance. So, so guys, there's a lot of, a lot of material here. If, if in particular, especially if you're in within the state of Utah and you are a fan of hip hop and you enjoy hip hop. Yo, check out this check out this website again like I said DJ booth is is his or her name all right and it's it's pretty interesting like I said I I didn't did not know that it was a thing here in Utah which is cool um, I also had the talking about the local hip-hop scene I had the opportunity to meet this guy. And I want you guys to be on the lookout, especially if you're in Utah and you enjoy hip hop. This guy, he goes by the name of Versace. OK, kid, young man's got some tight. Yo, he's got some tight skills. I've listened to his music. You can find it on Apple Music, iTunes, etc. I've listened to it. He's got some skills. All right. And he brings it. 
all right and it's just just a just a heads up too as you're listening you know it is it is a um music with it's got the explicit uh label on it so there's some lyrics that are explicit there so uh, certainly then don't let that be a surprise to you if you go on and start listening all right but anyway this this young man I had the opportunity to meet him uh, as, as you guys know that I drive for Lyft on the weekends and I happened to meet him and his friends one night and we got to talking and I let him know about this podcast and upcoming actually we're going to have him on as a guest and just talk about his latest work as far as emceeing and being a hip-hop a hip-hop artist here in Utah, you know, the different hurdles and things he's had to deal with. Uh, as I mentioned, guys, with a 1.19% population of that population being black, all right, support is, it's not that hip-hop is just knocking down the doors and knocking down the, the, the radio waves or, or the charts or the concert halls here in Utah. Although we Utah has had some, you know, folks, some rappers visit. I say rappers, some hip hop guys, you know, like Ice Cube, Legends, and Snoop Dogg, for instance. I saw, I saw just recently driving along on I-15. I saw a billboard actually that uh, had Ice Cube, and Ice Cube was going to be up in Idaho. So I was like, man, you know, even Idaho is getting into it, and. Uh, for any of my listeners out there, Q, again, do do your research. Look at his history. Uh, he had, when he broke off from NWA, he had a, had, had a lot of hardcore uh, nigga you love to hate. America's Most Wanted. Uh, he, had, he had Predator. He had Death Certificate. So many uh, lethal injection. And some, some of my listeners out there, you may only know Q, Ice Cube for his later work because he's been doing some uh some activism work uh lately you may have known him from you know are we there yet you know, it was, you know funny kitty kitty movies but listen he he had a hardcore background and um again like i said look into it but uh again so the, so the hip-hop uh hip-hop culture is is attempting to to surge here in Utah, which I find fascinating. Okay, and as I mentioned, my man uh, V Mac Versace, again, get a listen. There's some uh, local artists too that I was looking through that I found interesting um, too as well. And I hope to hope to be able to link up to link up with with some more of uh, Utah's local hip hop artists, so I can just kind of get an idea. All right. Okay. So moving on from the DJ Booth website, we also have this one website that I found and they, they host summer camps, youth camps, adult camps, etc. And it is called, they go by, it goes by the name of Herc. Okay. And Herc, and I'll get to that here. Let me just get to it. Herc stands for uh, hip hop. Yeah, let me just get to it. Uh, I don't want to butcher it, guys. Hang, hang tight with me. Okay, it's the Hip Hop Education Resource Center. Hip Hop Education Resource Resource Center. Okay, Herc. All right. Like I said, they. I'm looking here on their website. You get a chance to check it out. They have. Looks like they have summer classes. 
and it was kind of cool teaching a whole culture. And listen, guys, when I when I talk about the hip hop culture, okay, and this is where where some and this again, this is this is my background, an old being an old old head. All right, so the hip hop cultures with with some of us grew up with, and you know these parties with the hip hop, you know music's going, and you have a DJ, and not not with you know, iTunes and no slam against the latest technology, but this was actually records wax. Okay. And that DJ, you know, was, was controlled, controlling the, controller the, the, we used to call it the wheels of steel. Okay. This DJ would have crates and crates of records and he'd be pulling those records out, putting them on, depending on his skill level, as far as mixing and scratching and things like that. But this is it, it, it just, if you can picture in your mind, this was, this was part of, that hip hop culture. This is the culture in which that I'm talking about. And this is the difference between hip hop and rap. Okay. So, because that was a culture, my friends, you see that if you go in, in some places, like even here in Utah, you'll see it on some of our trains, graffiti. Okay. And the graffiti now, you know, of course it's, um, you know, you, you see that, it's defacing property, you know, not that necessarily, necessarily should go about doing that. However, that is a part of, that is a part of the hip hop culture. And that's, and you see that in inner cities, shoot, where I was, where I grew up in Philly, you see that in Philly, you go to New York, you go down to Florida, go out to LA. Um, like I said, even here in Utah, you know, you see the graffiti and that's part of that. That's just remnants remnants if you will of the hip-hop culture even out here in utah okay so this is this this herc okay is is quite interesting as i said the hip-hop education resource center because they literally hold classes i see youth classes adult classes and then they even uh have rentals as far as equipment if you're i guess you're gonna have a party but listen guys this is this is something that's happening that's promoting hip-hop in Utah, and, and I'm looking at the information uh, for Herc. They do have a number here. Number is uh, three, area code 385-355-9948. All right. And then if you if you're don't want to necessarily call them, if you want to physically go there, if you're here in Utah, their address is 2505 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Okay. And they're web, excuse me, their email address is info at slchrc.com. So, so definitely check that out. And there's links on here. If you, if you see the work that's being done, if you want to support, if you want to support Herc, in fact, I just clicked on one link and they've got this thing is called Cypher Club. Okay. Now for those of y'all, again, part of the hip hop culture, if you listen to, to some of the uh, some of the, the old school dudes back in the day were always talking about a cypher. Like I think about like uh, hip hop artists like A Tribe Called Quest. I think about Brand Nubian, you know, guys like that. And they always talked about cypher. A uh, cypher. You th- you think about, you listen to some of Erica Badu, uh, if you're familiar with her, some of her work, and she talks about a cypher. Okay. Now, a cypher, that being a circle, okay? And if you can imagine, and again, this in the hip-hop culture, as as rap battles are happening or, or lyrics are being spit, 
they, they, they would circle up just like in back in the day you know if you were at a at a dance somewhere and folks were squaring off dancing whether it was break dancing and any type of dance they, they would circle up and this is the same thing in a cipher you might have a cipher of lyricists and then they just like boom boom one right after another just keep flowing and with a freestyle rap for instance and they just go around in a cipher and a cipher in a circle okay so anyway this this uh in her they have this cipher club okay and said ten dollars provides a student with one hour of free dance art or dj instruction and you know that's cool because look this you got to understand and i'm see what i'm seeing here with this hurt it's not just about only the music okay the music is a part of it obviously because it said you've got dj instruction uh with the, as far as the hip-hop culture but also you have hip-hop dance and some of y'all out there maybe growing up maybe maybe you yourself or maybe your cousin your, you know sibling or somebody was in hip-hop dance okay so there's there's dance hip-hop um, that has dance linked to that and then also the art i would imagine that would go into uh just enjoying even the the graffiti and because it, it it's it is art do you see some some of it is just ultra talented uh individuals that express themselves within that hip-hop culture so again check that out um it says here herc it said in the year in 2019 over 4,000 students received free programming. So they're they're offering all kinds of stuff, man. I'm looking at, um, okay, so 2021 Herc expansion, okay? Listen to this. Herc is expanding in July. In July, we will add a 1,200 square foot, the square foot space, all right, to our existing facility. Okay. This will give us additional dance room in a new art space. So, and it says here, it says we are excited, but there's a lot of work to do. We will be spending the summer remodeling the new space and updating our current facility. Your your one-time donation will help us purchase the construction supplies. And as of right now, okay, their goal was $10,000. Right now, they, they haven't even hit a thousand yet. So I, I hope that uh, certainly will uh, certainly go up for them. It looks like they're just getting started on that. So anyway, uh, they've got a $25 gift, $50 gift, $100 gift, or you can do a custom amount. So when you get an opportunity, check that out again, Herc, H E R C Herc, check it out. It looks like it's, it looks like it's fun, man. And it's most importantly, it's educating because hip hop is a culture. Okay. As I said, and then also, again, when you have the opportunity, check out the DJ Booth, his, his or her website. I'm not sure if they're a guy or a girl, um, but I guess I will find out soon talking to him. But anyway, check out DJ Booth, his website. Again, just a lot of stuff going on here. Um, it even uh, gives you reviews on albums. Ten, I'm looking at one said 10 rappers you should know right now okay i'm gonna click on that here and i can tell you give you a little bit um okay there's a guy coming out of syracuse new york scory huh. music moves quickly these days it says here and this guy even though he's from syracuse scory's melodic take on rap feels 
feels like it's in the lineage of Chicago crooner Lil Durk. It's no surprise then that Polo G, a rapper who's taken the melodic Chicago sound to New Heights, signed Scory to his Capilot Records label. Okay. And then they've got some guy named Bankroll Freddy. Uh, he hails out of Arkansas. Huh, interesting. So I'm going to check him out. I've uh, got a Philly boy, NR3, Philadelphia. This guy is from uh, North Philly, uh, actually a North Philly rap group of rappers, OT, OT 7th, Kwani, NR Boer, and Lil Nah made a name for themselves over the past year with street anthems like Who Shot Ya and Dead Rappers. Okay, so definitely check these. These are definitely something you should check out. So, so Loki, I think it's so Loki, I guess. Looks like from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Lil Key from Marietta, Georgia. Midwest, Indianapolis, Indiana. Enchanting, uh, female rapper. Enchanting from Fort Worth, Texas. Bear One Boss from Atlanta, Georgia. Paris, Texas from LA. All right. Lakia from Milwaukee. So, yeah. So, so just, just some things here, guys. Look. Is this is this a an appeal to to sway any of my listeners out there? Maybe they don't listen to hip hop to sway them over into the hip hop culture, into the hip hop world. No, nah, I mean not necessarily. They're just stating stating some some awareness for you guys, some facts, some things, some things that you want. And again, specifically, especially for for my hip hop folks here in the state of Utah. That were wondering, uh, you might be new here to Utah, and maybe you're wondering, like, uh, I wonder if they even have, you know, can I even catch, catch a good, you know, hip hop concert? Can I even get some rap up in here? Now, uh, again, like I said, there there is a culture that's growing here, so be on the lookout. Best thing I can tell you, if you are hip hop, all about the hip hop, you know, support it best you can. Okay, by those websites I just told you about. In those groups and affiliations I just told you about, the local artists, my oh, man, uh, VMAC Versace, okay, for instance, putting in a plug for him. But, uh, and there'll be, definitely be more, more that I'll be speaking of, uh, just sharing with you guys, all right? So we'll see you guys next time. Again, be on the lookout for that interview with VMAC. And my um, man is from, uh, resides in Salt Lake City, Utah, okay, and he's holding it down. So, so be on the lookout for that. Again, like I said, thank you guys. Uh, much respect to you guys. Much love to you guys. Thank you for your listening. And also just a just a quick reminder, there is now, we are listener supported uh, as far as donations. You can find that on, on the drop down on most, um, most platforms that, that you pull up your podcast. There's actually a portion on there where you can make donations. And understand, guys, this and this is not about the money. Any of that money, or donations, I've gotten some. The donations go right back into what I do here in this podcast as far as specifically new equipment, microphones, which I've been able to, to upgrade my, my sound equipment so I can get better sound out there to you guys. All right. So, again, think about that. Think on that. And we'll see you all next time. Peace. Love. Peace.